welcome back to the My Honest Book Review podcast, r- reviews podcast, sorry, <laughs> with your hosts, Holly and Willow. Hello. Um, this month, or this uh, episode, we are reviewing The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's, like, not very famous at all. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those random Christian ones. Whatever. Not a big deal. Kind of lame. Just uh, kidding. <laughs> so this is our um, book club book for December, December um, which was recommended by some of our followers. I think um, your husband recommended it. Yeah, I think he did, yeah. Um, but uh, I don't remember if anyone else did, but he did, and, you know, it's a good December book because there's snow in it. <laughs> And Santa. And Sa- you're right. That's the main. That's the main one. Sorry. Christmas Spoiler alert. That's the, act- the actual reason why. That was the actual reason. I was why. like, oh yeah, this has Santa. So that's so that's a big spoiler. Thank you, Willow. You're welcome. Um, you're welcome. If you haven't read the line, the witch in the wardrobe, um, ever, then I'm sorry. Out. It's it's we're <laughs> we're just gonna give you spoilers in this one. So I mean. The book's been out for a while. It's been out for a long time. Um, Yeah. So, we... um, I read this when I was in, like, fourth grade, I think. I don't even know how many times I've read it. Oh, I think it was earlier. I I think I had to reread it in fifth grade because I read it... I read it sometime early on in elementary school... Probably it's second or third grade because um, we have the whole series. But then Battle of the Books, I reread it in fifth grade. Because I remember it took me forever to get through Prince Caspian because it was like during our special reading time. And I think that was in third or fourth grade. It was during our special reading time and I just like only had, you know, 20 minutes to read it. So I had to find my spot again because I didn't have a bookmark. Mm. And then, like, reread the same paragraph three times because it takes me that long to understand the paragraph. <laughs> right. Like, it just takes me a long time to actually absorb content. It's not like it's hard reading material. It's just, that's how I read. I'm a slow reader. I um, I think I was in elementary school the first time I read it. I And I read this one first. I read The, the Magician's Nephew first because yeah. it was chronological. Right. But this we was the first one that came out. Well, that was the only one we had at the time, and um, the only copy the we had. The Witch and the Wardrobe was yes. the only one and of the books. the version that we had, actually, was marked. It was, like, number one. It said number one on the side. It didn't say number two. Yeah. Depending on it, which it ones, <laughs> depending on which ones you buy, some of them will say um, number one on the line, The Witch and the Wardrobe. Or if it's really old, they probably don't have a number. Right. <laughs> it's the only one. Um, but it'll say number one for Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe because that's the one that came out first. Um, yeah, I think the one the that we And then the Magician's Nephew is, is like six. But the new ones that we have, or like the new ones that have come out will mark it as the second book because chronologically the Magician's Nephew is first. Anyway. But yeah. I, so I read that one first and then decided to read the rest of them. So I ended up like for birthdays and Christmas and stuff, purchasing the rest of the books and reading them all throughout the next few years. You ha- did you have the mismatched ones? or did you I have all the mismatched ones, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, my other sister, um, our other sister gave me the full set for Christmas of like the really old ones. One of them doesn't match exactly, but they're the same size, so 
that's that's pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. But they're yeah, the really, um, the really old ones. So they say number one on Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe yeah. too. That that was the one that we had. Oh yeah, because Willow actually gave me the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe because <laughs> yeah. they they tried to they went to Powell's and tried to collect all of the books. But they couldn't find... That was literally the one book that they didn't have was The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe in that size. They had other versions of it. We wanted it to match. Yeah. But I happened to have... All my set, my sets mismatched. But I happened to have two copies of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And one of my copies happened to match the set we were getting for Holly. So, so she just I gave that donated one to her. That. So I, I, I donated so her my extra... I oh, gave yes. her my extra Hungry Games <laughs> book because... Um, it was a it was a used book that I bought, but then I um, bought the other the whole set. No, I bought the uh, the other two first. I bought the hardcovers first, but then I bought the Hunger Games paperback used copy. But then my mom, she was all judgy <laughs> about me having mismatched um, covers. <laughs> yeah, she was like, uh, "Why is that paperback?" And I was like, "Okay," and so I bought. Um, you know, after I'd bought the the prequel, <laughs> I bought myself a Hunger Games and hardcover. Well, I ha- I had the oh, other that two, one. right? Yeah. Um. So I and now I have all of them, and so I I gave her my extra. Anyway, so <laughs> you really care about that, don't you? Also, <laughs> Willa got the yesterday. <laughs> so, um, I'm so dedicated to this podcast. I bought an extra <laughs> copy of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe yesterday. Is that yeah. an extra Peter Pan? Oh, that's a children's version. Never mind. Yes, I have four children's Peter Pan <laughs> <laughs> picture books. Anyway, um, so I also have Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe picture book. I was trying to look for that. I think it's in my room, um, but. Yeah, yesterday I was at, well, a week or so ago we were at the library and they have a used book section where you can buy books like two for a dollar. And I saw that they had the entire set of Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe and it was all matching. And I was like, oh, too bad we didn't buy this for Holly for Christmas. And I told the sister, Ivy, who had bought Holly Holly the books. And she said, well, I don't have a set. So (laughs) instead of risking some bozo coming along and just buying one of the books and leaving an incomplete set for someone to buy... I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. So I went and bought all the books. But I mean, seven books for three fifty. You you really can't you can't lose. You can't pass that up. You have to do it. So yeah. we also saw Moon Over Manifest um there and you know, it's like two bucks and it was a hardcover, so I really wanted to buy it, but um he already had I already copy. have it because that sister gave me that book as well. That book for my birthday. So anyway, um, super fun story time. <laughs> Back to the actual story. <laughs> the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Um, so should we summarize? Do you want to summarize? I can summarize, yeah. Um, that's why I was tempted to go find my picture book. Because <laughs> it's a summary of it. So first of all, it's it's Christian. So it's it's very, it's Jesus. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like the whole. Um, I have heard people say, though, that it's. They think it will work with lots of religions that aren't just yeah, Jesus probably. like a you know a savior figure, but yeah. So so it follows so I'm, these four these four kids, um, their siblings the Pevensies Lucy Edmund um, Susan Peter that was in order from youngest to oldest they um, live in London 
but they can't live there anymore. They get sent away because the Blitz is happening because it's World War II and and so they're in danger because of the Blitz. So their mom or whatever sends them into the country to live with this random professor dude that they don't know. So they live in this giant house with this professor move in and they're like okay what do we do with our time we're bored so they you know just kind of play hide and seek around the house and one day they're playing hide and go seek and um and lucy goes into this wardrobe this you know big dresser with a lot of coats fur coats and um to hide and she goes like sneak into the back of the dresser but it's the wardrobe but it's so deep actually that's not the first time she goes in second time that's the second time she goes in okay you know okay you're right <laughs> um tell us about the first time she goes in the first time is when they're just exploring the house with all the kids because you know they just came and um to this house and they're like well what are we gonna do we're gonna explore so they're exploring and she they look in and they're like, oh yeah, just a bunch of coats in the wardrobe. But then she peeks in a little bit more and as the ki- other siblings are like leaving. Moving on, going to a different room. Yeah. I'm, oh, okay. So no, yeah, wait. she goes they're in. They're not hiding from, they're not hiding from the lady until no, later. No, that happens okay. later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so she just ends up just going in and uh, then comes out, you know, she goes in, meets a and comes into a different world meets a fawn which is pretty much the same thing as a satyr yeah it's just one is like the roman version one's the greek version they just they just it's just <laughs> two names for the same thing but fawn yeah fawn slash satyr and he's a fawn in this and he gives her tea oh and it's it's summer in in england or wherever they're at now mm-hmm. summer in yeah okay i didn't know if they moved to scotland or something they, um, it's summer in England, but it's winter in this, um, world. magical world that she enters through the wardrobe, and there's, like, a lamppost there, and a bunch of trees, and it's really quiet, like, you can't, there's not even birds around. Anyway, the fawn, Mr. Tumnus, gives her tea and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and then, does he cry then, or is that the Yeah, it does. He's like, is that the first time? Mm-hmm. So then he's, like, crying, and he's like... I'm sorry I brought you here, like, I meant to betray you, because the, the White queen, Witch, the, who makes yeah. it always winter but never Christmas here, told us that if we ever are to find a human, we need to bring the human to her. She's like, so, yeah, like... But he didn't realize how nice humans would be, and so now he feels bad for this little child, so he decides to not He's like, my her. dad would hate me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my dad would hate that I did this. So she, he decides to not betray her, even though... Did he already tell her them that she no, was there? No, he didn't. Okay. I think I'm thinking of a different movie or something. Um, so he... Um, he helps her, her sneak back. Yeah. yeah by the lamppost and into the wardrobe now. She comes out and... She's like, I've been gone for hours. And they're like, you literally were just behind us four seconds ago. Yeah, like, (laughs) stop lying, Lucy. Mm -hmm. And so everyone's, like, annoyed at her because they think she's lying. And so it's this whole big deal. And she never lies, so it's... Anyway. She's, Um, like, six, too. So Six? Maybe she's eight, but it didn't say. Remember, we were trying to figure that out. we were? Mm -hmm. Oh, me and... I thought she was, like... Me and Matt were trying to figure out her age, and it never said, and it drove us crazy. She's young. She's young. I would Um, say six to eight. 
is mine. Yeah, maybe. No. No. Six to eight. Six to eight. Um, so she... She's all sad. Anyway, they decide to play hide and go seek one day. Not yet. Not yet? Yes. No, yeah, because they play hide and go seek. When does Edmund go? He goes after her in hide and go seek. Oh, okay. She goes in the wardrobe during hide and go seek. I don't think she, like, I don't know. And um, Edmund sees her go in and is like, (laughs) I'm going to play a trick on her or whatever. Teaser some more about her life. He goes in after her and oh no, they check the wardrobe before and, that and, yeah, and they don't find anything. After she told them that she'd been gone away for hours and there was this portal, they check the wardrobe and it's empty. It's just a wardrobe with totes. Anyway, Edmund goes in after Lucy at yes during hide and seek. During hide and seek, and she finds himself in the land too, but she's already gone off ahead of him. And so he's like, oh, Lucy, like, <laughs> sorry, I didn't believe you, calling out into the woods really loud because he can't find her. And then instead of a fawn, he is found by the white witch and her, and um, her sledge sweet. with the reindeer and the dwarf. Yeah, so this the white witch picks him up and is like, oh, She's, I think she's gonna kill him, I think. And then she finds out he has siblings. And so she, you know, acts all nice to him and is like, oh, here's some, like, food. Do you want some food? And he's like, yeah, could I have Turkish Delight? Because, of course, it's, you know, World War II and sugar's rationed. And so, want something sweet. So he asks her Turkish Delight. We have opinions about this. <laughs> well, not all Turkish Delight is. It's bad. The Turkish delight I had last time. I thought that I was pretty I need to go good. grab mine. I still have the it. The rose one was good, okay? <laughs> I liked the rose. It was good flavor. It tasted like an old lady. It did not taste like... How do you, how do you know? <laughs> you know. Old lady smell. It tasted... I liked that one. I didn't like the other one as much. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, we had Turkish delight for Christmas because of that. So... Um, she convinces him by, you know, bribing him with the sweets. With magical sweets. Yes. So he's um, not just being a He's not just a being a jerk. Face. She convinces him to, well, she also bribes him with power. She says she'll make him as her prince. And she tells him, oh, just bring back your family and, you know, I'll make you a prince. And he's like, okay, cool, but not them, right? Not them. She's like, oh, no, of course, just you. <laughs> you need he, servants. He doesn't like his he doesn't like his um, siblings very much right now. Um so he's the third child. Yeah. It's a middle thing, middle child thing. <laughs> yeah. Um so he he goes back to the wardrobe and so does Lucy or he he goes to the entrance of the wardrobe or by the lamp and Runs into Lucy. Runs into Lucy, and she's like, oh, you're here, too. That's so right. Like, you can tell everyone that I was telling the truth. And she's like, he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so they go out of the wardrobe, and Lucy is telling everyone, hey, guess what? I just went back to the wardrobe, and Ed- Edmund went, too. And, you know, didn't you, Edmund? And he decides to be mean and lie and say no. Yeah, I was just playing along with Lucy. Like, it was a really fun game, Lucy. And so she gets all upset for a good reason and runs off. And Anyway, the siblings believe Edmund. 
for a while until the professor tells them that maybe they shouldn't because because he doesn't always tell the truth, but Lucy does. Yeah. But whatever, they forget about it for a little bit until they're wandering around the house and the, the maid or housekeeper gal is taking a tour around the house and she doesn't like the kids getting in her way. She'll get really mad if they're in her way. So they hear her take, giving a tour around the house and they're like, she's really close. So they all run into the, the spare room with the wardrobe and run into the wardrobe because they think she's coming in. Mm-hmm. So they all go through the wardrobe, and then, um... ta They're all in Narnia. They're all in and Narnia. And they know that Lucy was telling the truth, and Edmund was a liar. And they grab some of the fur coats to borrow while they're in this cold lamp. And they decide to wander off. I don't know. They, well, she says, oh, I've been here before. Let's go see Mr. Tumnus. And they said, yeah, sure. I mean, we're here. What are we going to do? But tea sounds great. Mr. <laughs> the Mr. Tumnus's house has been ransacked. He's not there. Um, and then somehow they find the beavers. The beavers some other find animals, them. Some other animals find them. I think the um, fox find them. In the movie, it's the fox. I'm blanking. The, I don't think the fox shows up till later in the yeah. book. Um, oh, the robin. There's a robin that kind of leads them to the beers. To the beavers. beavers. Mm-hmm. So the beavers find them. They're like, oh, Mr. Tumnus told us about you. Like, come hang out with us. Which, honestly, that's a red flag. <laughs> like, I don't know why they just suddenly trusted the beavers. Especially since Mr. Tumnus admitted to, like, like betraying her. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, like, I, I think they put a little too much trust in the beavers, in my opinion. But, um, um... If someone gives you tea, Holly, and you're British... Yeah, it gets... <laughs> obviously, they're trustworthy. Tea, tea, when the British say tea, they don't actually usually mean tea, tea. They mean, like, food. But right. when they say a cuppa, that's, that's tea. Okay, Holly knows more but, than I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just saying. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, if they invite you over for food and warmth and you're hungry and... You know, a growing child. <laughs> it's also cold. You want to get out of the cold. Yeah. Um, so, the... There's also, like, a, um... I'm pretty positive there's a sign at Mr. Tumnus's house, and so... Saying he's been evicted, or he's been... He's it a says traitor. He's under arrest and awaiting his trial. Um, long live the queen from the secret police. Yeah, basically. but still, like... I mean, the beavers could have been sent by the, the queen... Mm-hmm. So it's it's just it's really sus. I'm surprised they just like the beavers did nothing to really, you know. No, they do question it though. They say like I think he's it's a nice beaver. Yes, but how do we know? Shan't we have to risk it? I mean, it's no good just standing here. I feel like I want some dinner. They're hungry. <laughs> so they are driven by hunger and they are so children. So Edmund. <laughs> yes. Um. So they go have dinner with them, and the beavers tell them what's. Basically, what they know about Mr. Tumnus is kidnapping, capture, cap, yeah, whatever, arrest, arrest, and um, turns out they find out that the reason why the queen wants them killed, these um, human children, is because there is a prophecy that two sons of Adam and two daughters of Eve, aka two human girls and boys, or men and women, will be the um. 
the rulers. The rulers of Narnia and uh, knock her off the throne. Knock her off the throne. She's not human. But they don't say that until Edmund leaves, right? They just mention yeah. Aslan. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, when Aslan returns, everything will be good and fine. Right. Like in this land, because like, it's not supposed to be winter. It's always winter and never Christmas. They say, and they're like, when Miss, when Aslan returns, the the bad witch will be gone. And um, winter will be gone, too. And so Edmund hears that, and he decides to ditch and go sneak off to the queen and get some more Turkish delight and become a prince. Whatever. So he sneaks off, and then they tell them about the prophecy prophecy that they'll be on the throne. So if he'd just stayed a little bit longer, he would have been like, oh, sweet, I get a throne. Yeah. But he didn't. So he sneaks off to the White Witch's palace thing and sees a bunch of statues in the yard, which are really just um, people or animals that she's turned to stone, like Medusa. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he goes there and he's like, oh, hey, my, fa- my fam's here. Also, um, can I have Turkish Delight? And she's like, ha, 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 you really thought that um, this was a good thing for you? Like, like, you didn't, you're, I'm unhappy you didn't bring them here. Yeah, you should have brought them here and also, like, no, now you're my slave. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. So, um, and he also left his cloak, his fur coat there, didn't he? I don't remember if it says that in the book, but he did in the movie. Well, he somehow, he's, he doesn't have his fur coat when he, when he goes to the queens. So, he accidentally left his fur coat at the beers. I guess because he was trying to be sneaky. If he had grabbed his coat, it would have been more too obvious. He's, he's really cold for a while. Um, so she, she goes with their sledge to find um, the rest of the Pevensey siblings and um, drags um, Edmund along with her um, shivering cold and eating really sad stale biscuits or whatever she gives them. Um, and then the ice starts melting and getting all slushy. Because the four children are there and the prophecy is coming to pass. No, it's because Aslan's back. But them being there is Brought making it so Aslan, Aslan can come back. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Did they say that specifically? Uh, I can find it. inference? No, I'm pretty okay. positive. But well, I will find it for you. We'll move on while, while you're looking for that. Um, so... The Pevensies go with the beavers to the stone table, which is where Aslan's supposed to be, because they know he's showing up. Um, and they also know that the queens figured out where where they are because um, Edmund left, and the beavers are like, oh, he betrayed you. It's like, okay, you just met these people, and they're telling you your brother betrayed you, which technically he did, but it, not on purpose, really. He didn't really mean for you to get hurt or anything. Um... But whatever. I still think the beavers acted a little sus. Um, so they go wandering down, like, next to the river to the stone table. And it keeps getting warmer and warmer. And um, by the time they reach the stone table, it's, like, it's like grass there. Mm-hmm. But I think before they reach the stone table, that's when they meet Christmas, Father Christmas. Yes. And he shows up and bring gives some presents. 
like a special horn and a, a sword and a sword and a, a ma magic oh a dagger and magic medicine, medicine that'll heal you if you get a drop mm -hmm. um so <laughs> with their magic stuff they they go to the stone table and meet aslan and aslan's a lion which you probably know because you've probably read the book or at least seen enough stuff about it and he's also jesus but you know whatever mm -hmm. and what does he do next i don't even remember they just kind of hang out with all the other people and yeah they prepare for wolf. battle against the um they're all preparing for battle against the white witch and I'll, yeah one of the, the wolf who's the secret service um of the queen comes and peter kills him peter kills him because he's about to kill susan or something yeah susan and lucy and he's able he <clears throat> kind of like attains knighthood i think <laughs> kind of that. weird thing like always remember to wipe your sword it's like oh, okay whatever mm -hmm. i don't i don't understand what the point of that is but um he kills a wolf and um the other people who are attacking them the other wolves or whatever run back and tell the queen um that that the main the main wolf is dead and also the kids are there and so she she shows up um or one of her one of her folks shows up and says hey uh the white witch wants to talk to you or something like that Basically, yeah, I don't remember how it happens, but they say that... They have a parley. Uh-huh. That Edmund, as, okay, as my Edmund's daughter's um, picture book says, they say um, Edmund belongs to her because he is he's selfish. A, because he, well, it's... That's how the children's book says it. They say it. <laughs> it's because he's a, a traitor or, a, you know, like, whatever, and all traitors belong to her. Mm-hmm. And, um... Which they actually almost killed him before because they didn't want to risk. Um, they were about to kill him because, like I said, the um, prophecy has so two, four kids, so. two boys and two girls. So they said if we get rid of one of them, then the prophecy can't be fulfilled. Yeah. So they're about to kill him when Aslan's group saves Edmund. They come and grab him. And then that's when the queen comes like, back and oh, says, oh, yeah, give him back. Because he he's a traitor. He belongs to me. And mm -hmm. so Aslan's like, well, you know. He talks to her secretly. We don't know what what the conversation is. Okay, but he's basically like, okay, I'll, I'll take his spot. Mm -hmm. But but we don't know that yet. And the group doesn't know that yet. So, but he's all sad. And anyway, um, they're happy because they have Edmund back. And Edmund's, like, repentance and stuff. So, Lucy and Susan are trying to sleep that night. And Lucy and kind of wakes up, and Susan does too, and they're like, they see Aslan like walking up to the stone table and they like walk with him. They join him. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's like, okay, like stay back here. Um, don't go all the way with me. And so they watch him get killed, right? Did they, mm -hmm. they wa actually watch him get killed in the book, yes. right? Not just the movie. Mm -hmm. So they watch him get killed on the stone table by the witch. And he's like, you know, shaved and. He, he's humiliated yeah it's 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 all it's heartbreaking yeah and um so he's killed and everyone's you know they're, they're all upset 
But then the battle starts the next day. Um, but I think Lucy kind of stays with... They, they both stay they, with They them. send uh, one of the trees back to tell everyone. Yeah. They send messengers. But they, but they stay... Because the trees can talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they stay with the body of the lion. And um, then he comes back to life. And the mice chew his bounds. Mm-hmm. Finds his ropes. His ropes. <laughs> that, have, that, that are binding Whatever him. they, whatever you call it. So, um, so he comes back and they all join the battle and Because he, he knew, and he knew that he'd come back and the queen didn't know the deep, deep, dark magic, which it's is written in the stone. She should have just read the terms and conditions. Silly girl. <laughs> Rookie mistake. <laughs> That's why you read terms and conditions. Anyway, so the deep, deep magic said if someone sacrifices himself, basically, for another person, they'd come back. Something like that. Yep. It's not... In a nutshell. That's basically it. Um, so he... War happens. War happens. They win. He oh. saves all the stone animal Oh, yeah. People. He revives Mom all the women. stone... All the stone folks. The, the statue people. So they're not statues anymore. And they join the battle. And Which actually win. ends up helping the battle. They're like... Yeah. I mean, they're giant losing. They're Yes, they're losing, and then all the people, the rest of the previously stone friends come, and they end up winning and defeating the White Witch, and, and the kids um, become the kings and queens and, of Narnia. And, and well, Edmund, Edmund's injured, but Lucy heals him with her Santa he, present. Didn't he kill the queen? He like actually killed her. No, I'm pretty positive. Aslan did. Aslan did. Okay, well, at least he, according to my he helped. Books. <laughs> he helped. Anyway. Or he got stabbed by the queen, I think. Yes, he did. She she tried to kill him. But mm-hmm. Lucy healed him with her magic potion stuff. And she heals a bunch of other people. And everyone's happy and they become kings and queens and Aslan leaves. And then, many years later, they, they've kind of forgotten their old life. They're adults. And they're out hunting this stag, right? Or something like that. Or a deer and some they're hunting an elk they're as a stag a white a white thing it's a stag okay a white stag and they come across the lamppost and wardrobe area and they're like huh this seems familiar and they like stumble back through the wardrobe out into england and they're kids again i wish i could find my picture book because i actually really like the last line of that book it gives me chills. <laughs> okay, so they're kids again, and, you know... And that was only the beginning of their adventure, is what it says. Okay. It's so good. <laughs> okay. Um, so then, then there's more books, but we won't go into those. So, that's the, that's the summary. That's a very long summary. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Um, Should have found my picture book. It would have been two minutes. <laughs> so... C.S. Lewis has written a bunch of stuff. I read the screw tape letters. I started the screw tape letters when I was on a plane, but then I landed, and so I never finished. I have them in my room. It's not mine, it's mom and dad's, but they're in my room. If you want to borrow it. Yes. Um so The only books I've read of his besides the half the screw tape letters is all The Lion, the Witch and Wardrobe. The Chronicles of Narnia, which I have read them all multiple times. Um I I did like, I don't like all the the Chronicles of Narnia. Mm-hmm. They get really dark, in in um, 
the silver chair and then the last battle. The last battle just makes me mad because it has such a dumb Beep. ending. <laughs> that part we won't spoil because that's something dumb, you guys might not have read. It's just a dumb ending, yeah. Um, but the magician's nephew, that's, I read that first, so I liked it. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Um, then Prince Caspian and Voyage of the Dawn Shutter, and they made movies. Um, well, they made movies. They've made they've made all, all of them in the movies really, but but um, are they all good? No, <laughs> no. The more most recent ones are the best, but yes. like I rewatched um, the Voyage of the Dawn Treader a few years ago, and man, is it so not? They don't follow the book. If they don't follow the book, but it's also so Christian, it's like cringy. It, it's like too much. Right, because the book wasn't like that at all. Yeah, and the special effects look like a. a um, video game. And I but I like will that. say, Aslan's animation, his his CGI is still better than <laughs> Lion the, King. the quote unquote live action Lion Which King. Is, I hate that they call it live action. There's not a single live thing there. <laughs> no. Nothing. Not even like, oh, here's a, a real sunset. Like, yeah. okay, just you can't call it live action if not a single thing is live. You can call it really mm-hmm. realistic computer animation. Yeah, but other than that, I really like those movies. I could rewatch them so many times. Yeah, but um, that one is definitely yeah the newer ones with with Ben Barnes and I don't know if any of the actors' names. I only know Ben Barnes because everyone's been talking about him lately because of Shadow and Bone. Yes, um, I can name. I mean Liam. Um, oh my gosh, is that Peter? No, no, no. I'm thinking Aslan. Aslan's name. Oh, Liam Neeson. Neeson. Thank you. I'm like. (laughs) Liam's first name, right? Panic. <laughs> William Mosley is Peter. Skylar Keynes is Edmund. Anna Popplewell, I think, is Susan or Lucy. Oh, and I, we forgot about James McAvoy. Oh, yeah. Yes, obviously. Mr. Thomas, he's amazing. Oh, and what's her name? Is the White Witch. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Til- Tilly. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. She's amazing. They're, they're the only ones that I actually like. They're mm-hmm. only famous now. But yeah, <laughs> there's not very many people that they're super famous. Now. Um, so Although Peter Dinklage is in this. Oh, second you're one. You're right. I forgot he's in there. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're. That's a good um, adaptation. I would recommend. Yeah, they. They're good and and it's you know pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I liked the rest of the books, but yeah, the last two weren't my favorite. Um, I really liked the horse. I think my top three are the Lion Witch in the Wardrobe, Prince Caspian, and Horse and His Boy. Not necessarily always, in that order. She always says the Horse and His Boy. It's 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 my favorite. <laughs> it's a different one. It's like while. Takes place they're while they're all kings in, and queens. Yeah, they're kings and queens, you know, while they're in their, their first time. So it's like adult um, Pevensey kids, but in yeah. Narnia. But young adults, you know. Young adults, yeah. But it's not really about them. It doesn't focus on them at all. Like, you see them they're in, like, characters. one scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just to connect it to, to where you are. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a fun, like, here's a little side character thing, but not even side characters that you already know about, just, like, random new characters. That mm-hmm. are brought into the world. Um, They're literally not in Narnia. They're just on that same, like, planet, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because Narnia is a, like, I a actually country. don't understand how 
the planet works. With all the different people, like where did they all come from? Yeah, because in Prince Caspian, they are human. They have come from Earth. And, and there's like the one couple that showed up in Magician's Nephew. The right. one couple that was brought there. That was brought there from England. But like, uh-huh, the cabbie. But Aslan only made Narnia, right? He didn't make the rest of it. Mm. They only say he made Narnia. Maybe he made more. I think he did make other worlds. I think he's not just the god of that world. But I can't remember because that's, remember. that's a magician's nephew. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, so it's it's a there's a lot there's a lot there. So if you wanna if you wanna read the whole thing, go ahead and read the whole thing. Um, they're not long books either. You can read. Oh yeah, this one's like four hours. Yeah, it's like four hours on audio, and the rest of them are about the same size. So yeah. they're all probably about that. You could read them all real quickly, which I did read them all. And they're, quickly they're children's books, so they're really easy to understand. Like, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of fluff in there. Yeah, even though it was written the same time as, like, um, Lord, of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, it is not wordy. It's so, my they're husband peers, and I were just, oh, but, like, there's a reason it. why they were always fighting with each other. <laughs> yeah, they write differently. But. Also, it's great because there's actually girls in this. It's true. And it's, like, half and half. Well, maybe not quite half, but it's, like, it's, there's a lot... <laughs> It's pretty. It's pretty close. <laughs> the main characters are close to half and half girls, so, <laughs> and they actually have you know, agency. Like they can actually do things for themselves, and they're capable and strong characters. They're good role model girls. Yeah. Well, so, except for the witch, but you know, it's <laughs> well, fine. Whatever. <laughs> that was a weird one because I forgot that they said that she was Lilith's. Daughter of Lilith um, a, or something? Yeah, a descendant of Lilith, which isn't a thing in most religions. I think it's only, like, Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Lilith was, like, the first wife of Adam who, like, didn't which... want to be submitted to him, which is reasonable. <laughs> Does he really call her daughter of Lilith? Imperial Majesty Jadis, Queen of Narnia. They mentioned that at the, the Beavers tell them that. Oh, they might, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I but she just comes. To it. Yeah, she just comes from another world, which you find out in um, the Magician's Nephew. Spoiler alert: she's in more than one of the books. Yeah, and the Magician's Nephew. I I liked reading about that world. It was really creepy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of reminds me of Artemis Fowl, actually. Yeah. I'll talk to you about that later, not you guys. <laughs> so I don't want to give Artemis Fowl spoilers. Um, so okay, uh, that's the the writing style. It's pretty simple. It's clear. super simple, clear, easy to follow. The character, even though it's not wordy, you still get attached to like every character. You yeah, but you can get a personality. I mean. You get yeah, a personality. A yeah. little bit. It, the, more, the more you read, the more you, you develop them. For sure. Yeah. Because um, you still get all four kids in um, Prince Caspian and, you know, hot sec in cameo in Horse and His Boy. <laughs> um, you're right. Um, so the plot, the, I mean, it's very much here's, here's the journey. Bible just retold. <laughs> yeah, the hero's journey, it's, it's, it's the same thing. Hero's journey and... Like the the gospels, mm-hmm. um, Jesus being sacrificed to save everyone else. Yeah, but you know they did make it. C.S. Lewis made it his own and and did make it more entertaining. Not not to say that Bible's not entertaining, but um, it's a little bit wordier. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, it's a little harder for kids to grasp. It's harder to swallow. Um, so... Let's just say I've read The Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe more times than I've read the whole Bible. <laughs> and I have read the Bible from cover to cover. Um, so, I mean, it's hard to say. Like, I wrote thoughts on certain scenes, twists, and climaxes. Well, like... We already talked we about We already that. know the story. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And the characters... Mr. Thomas, I didn't remember him actually being quite as, like... As, like... Adorable? Precious? Yeah. I wasn't going to say that. Just kind of, like, so easily, like... Manipulated? <laughs> he's, like... He, like, cries immediately. Like, so, like he's so... I, I don't know. It's oh. not a bad thing, but it's just... I can only think of the word in Spanish. <laughs> like, Dierno? Like, um... Sweet. That's sweet. Yeah. But, um... I don't know. I, I, I just associate him with James McAvoy, so I, I don't... Um, mm-hmm. I, I... You know, because I've seen him in other things, I forgot how... He, I forgot what his sensitive. personality was, was like. Yeah, how sensitive he was. And there's not actually a lot about him. It's just a, you know. No, but, like, you do find out kind of in the next one, too. Like, you just, um, well, she just, like, mentions him. They talk about him. You find out that they were, like, really close. Like, he was a really close friend of the Pevensies. Didn't he, like, stay an advisor or something? Yeah. I think until he died. I feel like he died before they went back, but I could be wrong. I don't remember. Um... Um, so, any, any other thoughts? We, we, like, it's like, oh, how it fits into the series. I mean, the first, it's the first book that was written. Oh, no, he did not die. He died later after they left. He was middle-aged. It kind of sets everything up. Middle-aged, fallen by now, and beginning to be stout. (laughs) It's just, the way he writes this is just so adorable. It's kind of almost Peter, like, J.M. Barry-esque, just kind of commentary, Sometimes he says, like, oh, he didn't think I'd do this. You know, his, the narrator kind of says something sometimes. Yeah, it's it's, it can be fun. But it's also, a lot of it's just, like, here's straightforward. Like, here's exactly what's happened. There's not a Yeah. Not a ton. There's um, just a couple spots. Just a little bit because um, it's a children's book. And you don't want to go overboard, but you also want them to be entertained. Um, Yeah, I think that's mostly it. Do you have any extra thoughts? Um, we kind of talked about this. I mean, there's a real question. Would you betray your family? <laughs> for, um, <laughs> for Turkish Delight? For Turkish Delight, if you were living in England during World War II and there was a sugar ra- ration and... Um, right, because right now we can say at this moment in time, no, I would not betray my I would my betray him sibling. for a lot less. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Okay, Holly. (laughs) Yeah, we could say, oh, yeah, I wouldn't betray them. Why would, it's only candy. Yeah, but, like, there's a sugar ration, and it's magical. It's enchanted Turkish light, so you, like, can't stop Mm -hmm. eating it. Like, and also, he doesn't fully know he's betraying them. And also, because with these other randos, the, the beavers... You, they don't really know, and they can't really say if they trust them. So, like, would you? Mm-hmm. I, I just, I think 
people are a little too hard on Edmund. He doesn't think he's betraying them, just that, you know, he's going to be better than them. Um, and he doesn't think that, he's putting you know, himself. He, he, yeah, he doesn't think he's betraying them. He just thinks he's putting himself above them. Mm-hmm. So I think we, I think they took it a little too far on like, oh, you betrayed him. It's like, okay, he he really slow down, Beavers, slow down, yeah. Witch, because like, he's probably what like you nine to, to eleven, him. nine to twelve age wise. Yeah, and and you lied to him, Witch. So like, yeah, you know, he didn't think he was gonna lead them to their deaths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, but I mean, what if it was your yeah, if it was your favorite candy, not just Turkish Delight. Or your favorite food. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was enchanted. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of what I would be willing to eat that much of, but... Oh, just brownies. Just do brownies. That's easy. Mm. Or, um, Tillamook Mudslide. Mm. Mm. Those enchanted Tillamook Mudslide. Yeah. Briars. You should try the, um, I'll show you which one you need to try. The um, Italian one. So good. Any extra thoughts or are, are we done? No, I enjoy this book and I enjoy it enough that I bought my daughter a, you know, um, what's it called? Copy of it? Uh, a children's picture yes, book. Yes, a copy. board book. It's not, yeah, a board book. There's like the 10 page ones. Maybe. So I have three copies of this book in my house right kind now. Of. Two and a, two and a <laughs> half. Not even a half. Not even a half. It's, <laughs> it's very short, but I love it. So highly recommend this book. If you're going to read any of the Chronicles of Narnia and you're just going to read one, read this one. If you mm-hmm. want to start the series, though, you can start with The magi- Magician's Nephew or this. It's, Which gives more background on It gives more background. Here. Like, you could you could start with either one and be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, like my husband, we started The Magician's Nephew and it wasn't his favorite. So, because I already knew he loved the movies, we started with The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Again, and then uh-huh. that's the second one. <laughs> yes. And we will go back and watch Magician's Nephew. Or read it. Sorry. Yeah. Later. Did they, did, are there old, like, 70s versions of the Magician's Nephew? I don't remember if they made it I to that so, one. I so, but so I don't know. There's a really bad adaptation of, um, movie adaptation series of, um, The Chronicles of Narnia. The centaurs are really are really horribly bad. animated <laughs> like oh they gosh. they like mixed a human walking with a horse walking but it's really just like throwing them on top of each other it's not quite as bad animation as birdemic but um it's it's not great i don't remember what they did with the lion though where did the lion i don't, i cannot even picture aslan in my mind i think he was probably puppeted honestly but I don't know. And no, they did not make a Magician's Nephew movie. Okay, they, they never get to that one. And back in 2011, you know, when they were working on the other ones, they had hinted. It was 2011? No, the 20, they made the other ones. Like, the first one was like 2006 movie. I was about to say, it was definitely that. But I were found they gonna an article, yeah, they were about to go back and do the prequel. They should have gone back and done the horse and his boy while they grew up. Yeah, I know. They could have done those. Or they could have done it simultaneously while they were doing the first one because they had the adult actors to play the adult thems. So either way. I've heard they're going to, that they are going to redo them. Like Disney Plus or something's going to do them. Um, Either a series or, let's see. 
to do a series. It might be nice to see animated fonts. I know there is an animated Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. I'm pretty positive. Because oh, mm-hmm. just because the animated ones, like, if they do <laughs> cancel it or, like, temporarily postpone it, like, it's not a big deal. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're, they don't grow up. <laughs> the voice actors' voices kind of sound the same the whole time. So, mm-hmm. like, it's not a big deal. But... You do have them grow up in the books. You do see adult. You do. You do see adult Pevensey kids in the last. You book. do, but I'm just saying if if they if they cancel it or postpone it for like a, the wrong amount of time, mm-hmm. it's, it's fine. That's. I mean, that's why I'm really excited that they're doing. They're, we're probably getting, um, Cinder, Lunar Chronicles. Oh yeah. This animated thing. It's being it's being optioned right now, so I'm super pumped about that. Um, because animated, plus it's just so much better animated. It's, I just think they look better, especially with the glamour thing. Anyway, any extra thoughts? No, I love this book. You should read it if you haven't read it. Catch you later. Thanks for listening to us.